Welcome back. You are listening to K-Drama in Room 343. I'm your host, Si Choi, aka Christina. And today, we are going to talk about episode 13 of Huarang, The Beginning. Before I start, I have to let you guys know that I am sick again. Yeah, I, don't, I feel like I'm sick literally every other week. I thought that I got better, but it's just it's just like this ongoing, very long cold that I keep suffering from. Like a few days ago, I had a fever and I'm better now, but like my voice is pretty much still gone and yeah, still recovering, I guess. Anyways, episode 13. Um, so this episode, like... I don't know. A lot happened, like even more than the previous episode. Like episode 12 was probably like, I don't know if it was like my favorite episode. I don't even know if I have a favorite episode from this drama, but episode 12 was kind of good, you know? And then 13, I feel like it's like slightly better like just hair better maybe or hair worse like it's it's a close it's a close call between episode 12 but anyways let's dive right in to episode 13 sonu is at the gazebo area and sam comes to him and sam asks if he's all right and this was after like when um sam cut off that man bun and he like won apparently or whatever <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how that works. Sam's like, hey, are you okay? And Sun was like, why are you worried about me? Then he like whips out his sword and asks Sam if he's the king. Sam's like staring at him. And Aro sees this from afar. So Sun is like questioning him, like, are you really the king? Like, tell me. And then Aro, out of nowhere, she came so fast. She like stops him. Um, she jumps in and she's like, he's not the king. I can vouch for him. And she's like trying to convince Sonu that he is not that um that Sam is innocent. Sonu gets like angry that you know that she's protecting him and he tells her to like move out of the way. But as he's like telling her to move out of the way, he accidentally cuts Aro's arm. And Aro is still continuing to defend Sam, and then Sonu he's kinda like shocked that he hurt her and he walks away. Um, Aro tells Sam that she will continue to vouch for him and Sam's worried um, about her cut. He's like, you're hurt. So he helps her um, treat her wound. He's like helping her bandage it. But like, okay, this guy, like he didn't even wash his hands. Come on, man. Come on. Sam is like, why did you do that? Like, he's your brother. Like, why did you protect me? Like, why did you get in front of that? And I was like, I mean, I can't just let you die. You're the king. And Sam is like, wow, I feel so worthless for doing that. Like, I keep putting you in danger. And then Aro is like comforting him. He's like, no, you're not worthless. Like, it doesn't mean just because you can't, you know, you're feeling weak and you were kind of cornered. Like, it doesn't mean that you're worthless. Um, Sonu is thinking, um, yeah, he's at another rotunda area. And he's like flashing back to the moment. What we just saw, like he's flashing back to when he hurt Aro. Um, and then the princess comes and literally like, I was thinking like, not now girl, not now. But she comes and she's like kind of like, I don't know if she's making a move on him. She's like, you have no skills with the sword, but you seem to have skills to win. And then Sonu just like kind of boldly stares at the princess and the princess is like, how dare you look at me that way? Like, don't you know who I am? Um, and then he's like, 
Are all the royals that obtuse? For someone who shot an arrow at me, you don't even look sorry. And then he like leaves, but she kind of like stops him. She's like, I can teach you swordmanship if you want. And he's like, who do you think I will kill after learning that? And then he just like walks away. Ado is looking for Sonu, but instead she runs into Daiso and Daiso like walks um, her home. She's like still like keep looking around, like peeking there, here and there. And Daiso's like, who are you looking for? And Ado's like, there's nothing. I just, I just want there to be something, but I don't think he's here. And she just keeps walking. Sonu is actually looking from like behind the pillars or whatever so yeah sam is walking with powell and then runs into the royal guard like the queen's royal guard so he goes to meet the queen and they talk about how sonu is being accused of being the king she tells sam to just stand down and do nothing sam gets pretty upset he's like what if um sonu gets hurt like what if innocent people die because of me and she's like i don't care like i can kill all the Huarangs if it means that I get to protect you. And then Sam gets like even more angry. So in the dorm, they're sleeping and Sonu starts to choke Sam in his bed. And he's like asking that question again, like, are you the king? Like, tell me. But it wasn't a nightmare. So Sam wakes up and Sonu actually isn't even there. Sonu is outside looking at like the pond and OF comes to join him. And Sonu asks, hey, do you really think that the king is here? And OF is like, do you think there is? Someone was like, is GD really your nephew? And OF replies kind of like, yeah, of course, like very distant. And then OF asks Sonu why he wants to find the king so badly. And Sonu was like, well, I have things to settle with that punk, with that fool. And then OF is like, are you like bitter towards him? And he kind of sensed that. Um, that he kind of wants revenge on the king or for some reason like just to attack him and OF kind of talks about how um, he wishes that Sonu doesn't make a mistake that ends up causing more trouble and then he's like just go to bed so um, Sonu goes back into the dorm and he just like kind of stares at Sam Sam has like his back towards him um, he's not he's awake and he senses that um, Sonu is looking at him but yeah, he just like kind of stares. Meanwhile, Young Shilgong, um, he throws a rock. It's not even a rock. It's some kind of like dice, like pointy dice or something. I don't know what it is. But he throws that at the assassin that lost to Sonu, the one who had his man bun cut, like sliced. Yeah, and then um, he tells him to leave. Banyu's biological dad, aka principal of Dream High, they try to like plan another scheme to somehow kill the king. They think that it's Honu, and Young Shigong is like, I'm pretty sure that it is Honu, but if it isn't, he's still like 100% sure that one of the Hwarang is the king. Outside the castle wall, a horse returns um, without an owner, and the guards there, they see that the horse is actually carrying the beheaded heads of soldiers, and there's like a warning poster saying that whoever covets Pekje um, will be beheaded. So Pekje is like the another nation. So I know at this time, Korea was divided into three nations, Shilla, Pekje, and... I don't know the other one. Is it Koryo or Koguryo? I don't know. Either one. So um, at the time, 
I think Sheila was the smallest and probably the weakest. Um, so yeah, they're being threatened by Pekje. Royal Council meeting with the Queen, and they're all talking about this, this warning, and everyone is upset. And then Young Shilgong is like, we should just go to war. And then everyone's like, we can't go to war. Like, they're going to pummel us to death. They're like, we don't have enough resources to go to a war. And then Young Shilgong is like, well, then we have to make peace then. Like, um, let's send the princess. Um, we can, you know, arrange a marriage and, you know, make peace with them. And the queen is kind of like pissed off. Um, she's like, well, you know what? We should make peace. But instead of the princess, we will send the Hwarangs. And the royal councils, they're kind of worried because, because you know, the Hwarangs are their children. So Yang Shigong is talking about this um, privately to Pan Yu's biological dad. And Pan Yu's biological dad is like, wait, are we like pretty sure that the king is even in the Hwarangs because why is the queen suggesting to send them? And um, Yang Xingguang is like, I think she was just trying to test um, just to kind of throw us off. But it's true, like 100% like he's in there. And um, he's like, we'll see, like the queen will surely fall in her own traps. OF then flashes back to the moment when he talked with Sam. Uh, Sam had like revealed that he wants to be strong and that he wants to be king, but the queen is not letting him. And he also kind of confides that he's worried that no one will support a king who has been hiding all these times. OF was kind of like telling him that because right now you're thinking of your people and how you can be a better king to them. That automatically qualifies you um, as a king that is well-deserving of support. Or something like that. So then OF goes to talk to the queen and she tells him um, of her decision to send Hwarangs. And she tells OF specifically to choose Hwarangs or like the children of the royal councils on the Yongjigong side. And OF is like, wow, you sound like a king. But unfortunately, that is not a decision you get to make. It's a decision that King Jinhung should make because these are his Hwarang. And then the queen gets like all mad. She's like, I'm the current ruler and you should obey. And OF is like, okay, I will obey, but I will choose who to send. So Aro, back to Aro, Aro is like trying to see Sonu, but Sonu is like avoiding her. V sees this and he kind of like taunts, like, hey, what did you do to make him avoid you like that? Aro eventually just like catches up to Sonu and yells, like, why are you so narrow-minded? Like, why are you avoiding me? And she's like venting. But then he walks away and she begins to cry. Their relationship is literally like, he does something wrong. He avoids her. She cries. She demands why he's avoiding her. It's like a never-ending cycle. And then they like hug and make up. And then they do this over again. Like he like says something to her or he hurts her. And then like she gets upset that he's avoiding her. It's, it's, it's a cycle. It's a cycle. Like this is all their relationship. Like what? Why? Stop. OF is thinking and he orders the teacher to assemble the Hwarangs. Um, Sam sees Honu walking and he kind of like grabs him and Honu also like grabs him by the collar. Sam is like, do you still think I am the king? And if I am the king, does that mean we can't be friends? And Honu's like, if I find legit proof that you are the king, I'm going to kill you. 
And Sam's like, well, then I guess I need to continue not being the king because right now I value our friendship more. Come on, Sam. What's wrong with you? This guy's trying to kill you. What the heck? Sona is like, you don't even know what that means. You've never had a friend. Oh. The only reason why I'm leaving you alone right now is because for some reason, Otto is still protecting you. Um, don't mess with me until I become more certain about you. And then Sonu walks away. Powell comes up to Sam and he's like, what did that punk say to you? And Sam's like, nothing. Powell then delivers a message from the queen. It had one character, Chong, which means to stay or to remain. At the lecture hall, Sonu walks in and everyone is like staring at him. Um, Panyu like flashes back to what Yong Shigong has said that like he needs to find proof of Sonu being the king to get rid of the king so that he can be king or whatever. Suho is flashing back to what the queen said to him, um, which was to take care of Sonu. So she wanted to sort of use Suho and tricked him into thinking that Sonu is king. OF comes and he goes up to the podium. He says that there is something he must say to them and tells them that there is a task they must do. He also says that not everyone needs to do it. Like it's not a mandatory task, but someone needs to do it and that he will accept volunteers to do this task. So apparently the princess is also ordered to go to Pekje uh, by the queen. Um, the queen is like, you need to go because we need to make peace. And the princess is like, why do I have to do this? And she clearly does not want to. She has kind of like a stone face. Um, I mean, it's a dangerous journey because they could die. They could be captured and they could be killed, you know, because they're going into like this very um, angry nation, like who really hates Sheila right now. So, yeah. The queen is like, well, I need you to go because this is not a declaration of war. Like, it's to make peace. And then the princess is like, well, then I have a condition. So Otto is spying and Taiso comes up to Otto and um, Otto kind of like vents out at him. Um, she was like trying to look if she could see Sonu and she couldn't. So she's like venting this anger on Taiso. He's, she's like, do all men, like are all men like that? Like, do they change easily? And Taiso's like, well, I mean, yeah, guys are pretty, you know, fickle. But if you tell me who the man is in particular, then I can give you a better briefing about that guy. Then the princess's servant comes up to Otto and tells her that the princess needs to see her. So back to OF, um, he discusses that they need a, they need to send a delegation um, to make peace with Pekje and that, yeah, he'll accept volunteers. So the princess tells Otto that she is also ordered to go with her to Pekje by the queen. And Otto leaves and she's kind of shocked. She can't like disobey because it's the queen and she can be killed. And then she's like, what am I supposed to tell my dad? But then she's like, Sonu probably won't care, right? She's like crying. Please, Otto, get it together, girl. Get it together. So after Otto left, um, the servant asks the princess like why she wants to take Otto. She's like, there are plenty of like real good doctors in the, in the palace that you can take. And the princess is like, I'm not taking her because I want to. Then Sam also is notified that the princess is going to Pekje, and then he kind of gets mad that Shilla, his nation, is being thrown um, and constantly like dragged around by other nations. He's like, when will 
this nation stop going to other nations to beg for a peace? Like, why is my nation so weak? So then OF is talking to Daiso and he's like, it's time for the Huarangs to go out in the world. Um, but then like he goes up to the Huarangs and no one obviously volunteered to go. Then the princess comes and Aro is like following behind. They go up to the podium and the princess makes a statement that this is the first mission that the nation has bestowed upon them. And so we are going to make peace um, with Pekje. Like we are going to succeed. Um, I am going to lead a small team of me, my servant here, and then this Aro doctor um, who's going to join us. Sonu and Sam, they're both surprised that Aro is on stage and Sonu immediately volunteers. Which is probably her plan, right? Like, yeah. Then Suho also volunteers. Then Panyu also volunteers. Then Sam also volunteers. But then when Sam, like, raised his hand, OF kind of, like, OF saw from the corner of his eye, but he pretended not to see. Because, I mean, he's the king, and OF needs to um, sort of avoid including the king in this dangerous mission because he's a freaking king. And OF is, like, pretending that he doesn't see. And he's like, any more volunteers? None? And Sam speaks up. Um, he's like, I volunteer. And OF is like, oh, okay then. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So he appoints the four of them to go um, and protect the princess. Aro is at home, and she's preparing food for Anjigong. And then Anjigong um, apologizes He's like, I'm so sorry that you're working so hard. And I feel like I could do much to, you know, pamper you. But I'm so sorry that we are living like this, that our living conditions are not the best. And Aro is like, no, don't say that. I'm so proud of you and all the things that you do for the people here. So don't worry about that. She then writes him a letter in her room and she's like crying. She promises that she will return safely. Meanwhile, the queen, she's like pissed. She's angry that Sam volunteered she's crying and she's like why is he constantly disobeying me she gets like super angry and she does that like that typical I feel like I've seen this scene or something like it in almost every Korean drama that like that anger um that the character has that needs to um literally clear the desk in like this swiping motion you know how like you move everything off the desk, you just like swipe it away with your arms? She does that. I feel like I've seen that in so many Korean dramas. It's so common. Anyways, yeah. So Aro and Suyeon, they're talking and Suyeon is crying. Um, she's like weeping and then she tells Aro, how can Panyu just leave like this? Um, like, how can he just leave me without even consulting me? Like, how can he do this to me? And then Aro's like, hey, I'm leaving too. <laughs> and Suyeon's like, I need to give him a token of my love. And Aro's like, what are you going to get him? And Suyeon's like, I'm going to give him my hair. Oh my god! Um, she's like, I need to leave a strong impression because I don't even know if he's going to return home safely. And she's like crying and I was like, hey! I'm going to, fool! <laughs> so funny. 
V is chasing Sonu. Um, he wants to go as well, but he wasn't at the lecture hall, so he didn't hear or he like he didn't get a chance to volunteer. And he's like begging Sonu to talk to OF into letting him go. But Sonu was like, stop asking me, like, stop, like, because he, he was like hanging on to him, right? And Sonu was like, stop it, you know, ask someone else. And V is like, I don't like the other guys. I like you. And then Sonu is like kind of happy. Um, Sonu's like, how can you make a confession like that willy-nilly, like a child? And V is like, do you also see me as a child? I feel like um, Sonu kind of sees him as a puppy or like like a younger brother. But V is like, I'm an adult. And he's like doing this egg and Sonu's like, he's like all smiling. He's like, he asks like, hey, why do you like me so much? And V's like, I don't know. You're just cool. <laughs> and um, Sonu thinks he's like very cute. So he like does that. He pinches his like cheeks and he's like, ayo. And then Tansei sees this. And I think he's like a little bit jealous. Um, Tansei like pulls V aside and he like apologizes. Or maybe he's embarrassed. Yeah, so he's like apologizing to Sonu. And Sonu's like, it's a good thing you're here. Hey, hold on to this guy. Otherwise, he's going to follow me all the way to Pekje. And then Tansei like pulls him back as like V's trying to like whine. He's like whining. And then he's like, no, take me with you. Take me with you. He's like calling after... Um, it was so cute. Powell is upset as well and he's like crying. He starts to like cry and Sam's like so embarrassed. Um, Powell was like, why did you like, why did you disobey the queen? Like she even like gave you a warning to just stay. Like I raised you when you were seven. I took care of you. Like you are doing this reckless thing without even consulting me. Like how could you? And he's like whining, whining, crying, crying. Sam is like super embarrassed. He's like, I order you to stop, please. Please man, stop. Pan Yu um, sees Suyeon and Suyeon gives him a small pouch and he opens it and <laughs> it's her hair! Oh my god! She gives him a lock of her hair! Oh. She's like, um, since I can't go. <laughs> oh man. But then she's like, um, but you know, if it's too burdensome, then. But then Panyu is like, no, it isn't burdensome at all. Like what? What do you mean, man? Isn't that freaky? Like, can you imagine like uh, someone's going away and like, oh, here's a lock of my hair, you know, like, nasty. Nasty. I feel like a lot of people back in the day did that though, right? Like, um, like when people are going to war. I don't know. Do people do that? Like, maybe a picture. But then I guess back then, like, since there's, they don't have cameras, what else are they going to give? Lock of the hair. That's so gross. So gross. Anyways, so he really likes her too. And then she kisses him and he's like frozen. And um, she's like, okay, well, I should leave now. And she walks away, but he pulls her back and he kisses her on the mouth. Ew, they're kind of cute. I think I ship them. Like, it's all they're cute. Mm, they're cute. But the hair, the hair is gross. That, 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 that's gross. And they kiss for a very long time. Like, I'm surprised that, like, Suho didn't see it. Like, they were kissing in front of the academy. 
for a very, very long time. Anyways, um, Panyu returns, like he's dressed in that red outfit. I think all the Hwarangs that are going on this mission or any mission, they have like this mission outfit. It's that red one. Um, so Panyu is all happy and smiling. Then the blue evil friend, he comes to him and then um, he like warns him. He's like, hey, snap out of it. And he kind of threatens him. He's like, hey, don't disappoint Young Shilbu anymore. Blue evil friend, get out. Like, no one wants you. So Sam is also leaving. He's also dressed in the red outfit. And Powell is like on his knees, begging and crying. And Sam is like, stop. Like, I order you. Man, stop. Um, Tansei is also saying goodbye to Sonu. Uh, he's like, if you come back alive, I will think about it. And Son was like, think about what? Tansei replies, about serving you as my master. And Son was like, man, I told you, don't serve me. Like, you're the same as I am. And then he leaves. So the peace team, the peace delegation team, they're getting ready to leave. And the queen also comes as well. OF says his blessings and then orders them to protect the princess and remember that, you know, when all gets lost and you have no hope, remember that you're the Hwarang, blah, 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 blah. And the queen is like, you must accept my orders and yeah, go make peace or something like that. Yeah. So they're leaving. They're on horseback and they're walking out of the academy. Suho flashes back to his moments with his dad and his dad is like um, kind of prepping him, like congratulating him, like, yeah, you did the right thing. You need to protect the princess. Um, yeah, that you're protecting our nation. Stuff like that. That's what you must do. And then um, the dad asks, like, what did the queen ask you that time? And Suho replies, if I protect the king, that means that I'll be protecting the queen, right? And the dad's like, yeah. Panyu also flashes back to when Yong Shugong had given him this kind of secret message to deliver to the king. Sam flashes back to his moments with the queen and how she had told him that he's weak and that everything he tries to protect will be ruined. And then Sonu flashes back. It's like a flashback montage. So Sonu flashes back to when Anjigong told him to protect Aro at all costs. Yeah, so Anjigong, speaking of Anjigong, he finds the letter that Aro wrote and he's like, angry. He yells like, how much longer does this have to last? He's like super angry. He goes to the tavern um, and that mystery man comes. Anjigong then asks him how he can bring Jiso down. So the peace team, I think they made like a pit stop because they're resting now and Sonu kind of confronts the princess. He's like, why did you make Aro come? And princess is like, I didn't bring that doctor but I wanted to bring the only Hwarang that I trust. You're here now in front of me, so it worked. Sonu scoffs and he's like, then you should have just said that. You wouldn't have to needlessly bring my sister along. And the princess is like, well, I also need a doctor as well. He gets kind of angry and then he like punches the area near her ear and she like panics. She like ducks down. He then says, I should have just left you alone the first time and now. So he caught a bug. It was like a fly or something. And I think the first time he's like talking about the snake. But the princess, she like has a full-blown panic attack. She has like chest pain or whatever. And she has shortness of breath. And she kind of like falters. She's about to fall. He catches her. And then Ado sees this from afar. And she hides. Like, hello? Aren't you a doctor? Aren't you her doctor? 
Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you hiding? Like, she's obviously in pain. Like, hello? Yeah, she just hides. Panyu is by the creek and he is daydreaming or he's like reminiscing or having that, you know, flashback of when he had the kiss with Suyeon. And he's just like smiling and like, you know, like he's looking at that pouch with the hair. And then Suho comes and he like splashes water on him. Panyu gets like super surprised. He gets up really quickly and he accidentally drops the pouch. And Suho's like, hey, you dropped this. Panyu like receives it and he's like, thank you. And he leaves. And Suho is like shocked. He's like, wow, that's the first time I heard that coming out of his mouth. So then the team, they go to some old cottage house. And apparently they're near the entrance of Pekje. And Sonu is escorting the princess into her room and she like thanks him for earlier. She's like, I'm super embarrassed. Like that was something that I didn't want anyone to know. And Sonu is like, well, I can relate because I mean, like he has that fainting spell, you know, like, yeah. Sam is thinking of how OF had told him that, you know, he has all the qualities of being a good king because, you know, he's always like worried about the citizens and stuff. Anyways, Aro is flashing back to when she saw Sonu and the princess together. When, like, just the thing that we just saw, basically. Um, she's, like, crying. Then Sonu comes to see her. Uh, Aro is like, I know it might be a stupid question, but why did you come? Like, did you come for me or did you come for the princess? She then confesses her feelings again. She's like, do you feel anything towards me? Oh my gosh, this couple. Sonu is like, it's because of me, not because of you. He like looks at the wound that he gave her and he says that I'm angry at myself for hurting you and that is why I can't look at you. Aro then asks if he like longed for her and Sonu's like, I hate myself but I missed you so much more. And then he like hugs her and she's crying. And then at that moment, village people with pitchforks and like fire stokes or whatever, they come and they surround them. And that is the end of this episode. So yeah, this episode, like in retrospect, now that I've like talked about it, I think I like it less than episode 12. I think that one was a little bit better than this. I don't know, this one... I think my favorite moment was with Suyeon and Panyu. I think they're cute. Like they are the cutest couple probably in this um in this drama because i don't like Aro and i don't like sonu and i don't like Aro with sam either and i don't like the queen and suho like please please suho stay in your lane like please don't he's your friend's mom oh my god so i think suyeon and panyu they're kind of like the romeo and juliet and yeah i like them they're cute especially suyeon suyeon's so cute yeah so um that is it for this episode. We have seven episodes left. So I'm kind of excited that this drama is moving. I wonder what will happen in when they do go to Pekje. Like, are they... They're probably not going to die because then, like, this would be episode, what, 19, right? So, yeah. Um, I think that's all that I have to say about episode 13. Um, what do you guys think? Did you guys like this episode? Um, do you think it was better than the previous one? Was it worse? Let me know your opinions. Um, you can tweet us at KDrama in room 343, all lowercase, number 343. 
And you could also find us on Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe to wherever you are listening to this episode so that you don't miss the next episode or the episodes after that. And please, if you can, leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. That really helps us out. I hope you guys also have a wonderful holidays. Um, I know this time of year, everyone is super busy and getting ready for Christmas and other holidays. I hope that you guys are well-rested, well-fed, and just relax during the holiday and take this time to really enjoy um, being with your family. So yeah, wishing you guys all a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, anything happy, happy, happy days. All right, talk to you guys next time.